The FT. Ross Ulbrich, a 30-year-old physics graduate from Texas, was convicted last week of running the black market website Silk Road. He now faces a minimum of 20 years in prison after prosecutors convinced the jury that he was Dread Pirate Roberts, the administrator and mastermind of the site that was used to sell drugs and trade in bitcoins, the virtual currency. I'm Christine Spoler, FT Investigations Editor, and on the line with me is Kara Scannell, who covered the trial in New York. Kara, the jury took only three and a half hours to reach its verdict, indicating that the evidence against Mr. Ulbrich was very strong. Could you take us through the case against him? How did authorities prove he used the alias Dread Pirate Roberts? The case was actually very strong from the prosecution's point of view. To kind of back up, Silk Road was this website that was designed and shrouded in anonymity. It operated on the Tor browser, which disguises internet traffic, and it would only allow the use of Bitcoin, a virtual currency that is very hard to trace. At the outset, Ross Ulbrich's attorney had acknowledged that his client created the Silk Road website, but said he had handed it off. So that gave prosecutors at least the starting point of the admission that he'd created it. Then throughout the trial, they just used chat logs that were recovered from Mr. Ulbrich's laptop computer, journal entries also on the computer, and ran that against postings on the Silk Road website written by Dread Pirate Roberts. They would draw connections between the two, showing airline tickets that were bought when DPR said that he was going out of town, and show those receipts in Ross Ulbrich's personal Gmail account. And it kind of overlaid this back and forth. They also showed transfers of bitcoins from Silk Road to wallets found on Mr. Ulbrich's laptop to show the flow of money that went from sales of goods on Silk Road to the commissions that were paid to Mr. Ulbrich through the transfer of funds onto his laptop. Mr. Ulbrich still maintained his innocence, and his lawyer, Josh Drattel, says he was not given a fair trial. Let's hear a clip from Mr. Ulbrich's lawyer immediately after the verdict was returned. We were limited in our ability to cross-examine. We were precluded from calling witnesses to meet evidence that the government provided in the middle of trial. And we were precluded from putting in documents and other defense evidence throughout the course of the trial. And what you saw in terms of the length of deliberations is demonstrative of what that means when the defense is precluded and limited and circumscribed in the way that it was. Mr. Jattel also suggested that the evidence against his client was unreliable because it was based on computer data that could have been tampered with. One of the problems with a case like this is that it presents the possibility that anyone here, all of us, are going to be judged by things for which there is no attribution in real life. There is only attribution on the Internet where things can be created, modified, edited, moved, hacked. And it's a significant problem going forward if the standard is so low for the evidentiary admission. Kara, do you think there is any problem with the reliance on computer data to convict someone? Do those who claim the trial was unfair have a point? Well, Mr. Dreytel also had the same documents and evidence that the government had. What was interesting about his case is that he told the jury that they would hear how Ulbricht had handed off the Silk Road website and then been lured back later on. 
he never presented any evidence to the jury to show that he had handed it off or how he was lured back or to whom he had handed it off. So, you know, you can use the evidence both ways. And he didn't have any evidence to show what his defense was or to back up that defense. So, you know, he's he also got into um, a back and forth with the judge who wouldn't allow him to put on some expert witnesses that he hoped would argue points about computer security and the potential to change metadata. But as she referred to it, you can't have a trial by, quote, ambush. And so he was too late in presenting these witnesses, and so they were refused. So if there is any unfairness, it will boil down to what, if anything, those witnesses would have said, and if in any way they would have changed the outcome of the case. Beyond the intrigue, was Silk Road important at a broader level? The case was very interesting because from the outset, it attracted the attention of Bitcoin enthusiasts and certain libertarians who believe the government was trying to criminalize Bitcoin and even the fact of web hosting. In the end, it doesn't seem like either of those positions lasted through to the verdict. There was a lot of evidence that showed that Ulbrich was not just a web host. He did not just create a platform. He received commissions on every single purchase. The government alleges that $200 million in illegal goods, mostly drugs, were sold on Silk Road in the two and a half years of its existence. Ulbricht, when they found his laptop, they found $13 million in bitcoins on his computer. And that's the cut, the commissions that he received from those deals. So they showed that he was an integral part of the website operation and not just someone who had created a platform but otherwise didn't know what took place on it. Fascinating trial. Thanks, Kara. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.